Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Montgomery County. I'm Luke Luger. Loudoun County Schools considering new discipline consequences on Neil Augenstein. In Fairfax County, an increase in opioid overdoses is being seen among the youth. I'm Acacia James. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The Senate has passed a massive economic and climate package. Correspondent Nicole Killian is on Capitol Hill. Called the Inflation Reduction Act, it is the largest federal investment to address climate change, with $369 billion for clean energy programs, including tax credits for individuals who make their homes more energy efficient or buy electric vehicles. It allows Medicare to negotiate lower prescription drug prices and caps drug costs for seniors at $2,000 dollars a year. Republicans like Rick Scott and Ted Cruz, none too pleased. This is going to continue to drive us into um, a further, a bigger recession than we are. It is a terrible idea. President Biden is getting ready for his first road trip. Since he was diagnosed with COVID, he'll visit flood-devastated eastern Kentucky, where Jennifer Ritchie had to be rescued from the roof of her home. We're really sad because we lost everything that we built for the past seven years. But that's just stuff. We can always get that stuff back. Police in New Mexico believe they may be dealing with a serial killer targeting Muslim men. KRQE reporter Madison Connor in Albuquerque. A community mourning a string of murders now feels targeted and under threat. Pakistani immigrant Naeem Hussein was shot and killed on Friday, the third Muslim man to be killed in less than two weeks in Albuquerque. Hussein was killed by returning from the other victim's funeral. The attacks follow a similar murder in November of last year when a fourth Muslim man, Muhammad Ahmadi, was gunned down. Police say a man was driving his car drunk when he ran a stop sign and crashed into a golf cart on a street in Galveston, Texas, killing four people, including two children. This woman lives just feet from where it happened. It was hard. I mean, I have four children of my own and having to see what we witnessed last night with it was terrible. COVID vaccinations have been available for kids under five for more than a month now. But the Wall Street Journal reports only about four to five percent have gotten shots. Some parents say they're holding off until fall doctor's checkups or because their kids have been infected recently. Pete Rose made his first appearance on the field in Philly since he was disinvited in 2017 after an accusation he had sex with a minor. <laughs> 
cheers peppered with booze when a reporter asked the all-time hits leader about the woman's claim rose replied sorry babe i'm here for my teammates okay i'm here for the philly organization and who cares what happened 50 years ago? To the reporter, he quipped, you shouldn't be talking about it because you weren't born yet. S&P futures up 22. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 803 here on your Monday morning, the 8th of August. Another steamy day today with a chance of late day thunderstorms. High near 70, make that 94. Good morning to you. I'm Joan Jones. And I'm Bruce Allen. Here are the top local stories we're following for you this hour. Election 2022 on WTOP. All the votes have now been counted, but there is going to be a recount in the razor-close Democratic primary for Montgomery County Executive. Incumbent Mark Elrich leads his challenger, David Blair, by the slimmest of margins, 42 votes. He issued a statement saying he was grateful to get the Democratic nominee. But by Sunday morning, Blair announced he would be asking for a recount. Maryland Matters Editor-in-Chief Danielle Gaines tells WTOP that's no surprise. Both David Blair and Mark Elrich, as the voting has gone on now for several weeks after the election had indicated that they would probably seek a recount just given how close this race is. And how close is it? The difference in the number of votes here is 0.03% of the total votes and in Maryland law you're allowed to request a recount anytime it's less than 0.25%. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. The County Board of Elections meets this week to certify the vote after which the candidates may officially request a recount. Well, this morning, police in Montgomery County are trying to figure out who left anti-Semitic graffiti on a popular pedestrian trail in Bethesda. The words white power and swastikas were spray painted in red on a white fence that runs along the Bethesda trolley trail. Police found them at around 645 Sunday morning in an area near Rossmore Drive in the bridge that crosses over I-270. No arrests have been made in the case, but police are still looking for a suspect. County Executive Mark Elrich in a statement says intimidation will not be tolerated and that he was disgusted over the racist vandalism found on the trail. Contact the Montgomery County Police Department if you see any other similar graffiti in the area. Luke Luker, WTOP News. Some area kids are headed back to school this morning. Students in Fredericksburg City are the first in the region to do so. Tomorrow, Stafford County students will go back to classrooms and they will be trying an hour-long lunch for the first time. During that one-hour block, students will eat lunch, have the opportunity to get academic support, complete their homework, meet with teachers, and recharge for the remainder of the school day. Students in Culpeper, Fauquier, Rappahannock, and Spotsylvania counties, as well as Manassas City, go back on Wednesday. Meantime, Loudoun County School Board is working to tweak its policy on student discipline with the goal of keeping schools safe. At its first meeting of the school year, the Loudoun County School Board will vote on a new policy. It would give the school system more latitude for keeping students accused of serious offenses out of the general population. Last year, a high school student sexually assaulted a second schoolmate after being moved to a second school. Under the proposed plan, once a serious incident is reported to the superintendent, the student can be placed in an alternative educational setting, which could be in-person, virtual, or hybrid and the school system could require the alternative setting regardless of whether the crime happened at school or elsewhere. In Loudoun County, Neil Loganstein, WTLP News. 
A new report received by the NFL is giving high marks to the Washington Commanders' efforts to overhaul the organization and improve workplace culture. An anonymous survey of team employees confirmed that under the leadership of Coach Ron Rivera, the team developed a strong values-driven culture and created what's described as a family with his staff. Team President Jason Wright also got positive feedback, especially for building diversity in the ranks. The employees also said media attention around the investigations into owner Dan Snyder is obscuring the work done by the team. Still to come here, right after traffic and weather, opioid overdoses on the rise in one part of our region, 807. Here's a highlight from Andrew Osborne, the staff tech marketing architect for public sector at VMware on the Zero Trust Cyber Exchange presented by Kerasoft. You're going to have to identify the data. That ultimately is the protection that everyone in the industry is going to model no longer our devices, even to some degree, the end user themselves isn't the protected notion in this model. It's the data. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Zero Trust Cyber Exchange. Strengthen security and compliance with the trusted platform you already know. VMware gives government agencies the smartest path to the cloud, edge, and app modernization in order to deliver citizen services and meet mission demands. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, Always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. 